What's going on? It's your boy Triple D back with another late ass review. And this time I'm covering Wonder Woman 84. And uh, yeah, you know how your boy's Mr. Optimistic um, looks for the best and everything. And uh, we're, we're definitely, we got a few things to unpack with this one. This is one of the movies that I was really excited to watch. Um, and honestly, even while taking it in, I was excited to, to do a review on this one. But you know, had to wait until the laptop came back and whatnot. Uh, but seeing a lot of the reviews before I actually got to see it myself, usually I'm the type that's like, I don't really care about anything like that. But I, I had to be honest, like the, the reviews on this one really intrigued me because uh, just looking back on how much people love the first one, um, and I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the first one too. Uh, it was interesting to see how people were were really bombing on this one. Like it was it was huge. It was a whole lot of just really negative reviews. Uh, side note: At some point, we have to have a conversation on how we got to get to a point where we can critique and describe things um, with more adjectives than trash and garbage. We we, we gotta we gotta do better because it's it's getting annoying. And people really think that that's a valid, um, I mean, you, you're open to your opinions, but like do better than just calling something trash without really being able to back it up. Cause a lot of you, when I, you know, have had discussions about certain things, um, you can't give me anything beyond trash. Uh, you, you can't really explain it. Now, those of you who say that and then actually have some, some, some actual feedback, Hey, respect to you because a lot of people just get on the on the hype train because it's easy and you get likes off of it but that's another <laughs> that's another recording for another day so like I said I, I do my best to go into all of these things with an open mind um, because I feel like that's the only way you really should be taking in uh, movies and music and creative things uh, but in the back of my head I really was intrigued and like I, I kind of had my radar on because like I couldn't figure out like how could they have possibly messed this up to the point where I, I'm seeing mainly negative reviews about this thing? So I, you know, like I said, do my best to go into everything with an open mind. And I uh, started watching the movie. And to be totally honest with you, within about 20 minutes, I, I kind of figured out what was happening. And once I figured that out... Um, it made perfect sense why a lot of people just plain didn't like the movie and why it came off the way it did. And once I, I kind of sort of made sense of the weirdness that was the, the opening act after the, um, the, uh, the scene in, in, uh, the mascara, um, I kind of had the, I guess, I don't know if epiphany is the right word, but what they did was, and I'm not trying to be Mr. You know, uh, talking down and trying to sound smarter than I actually am. Um, but this is what I honestly think they did. And I kind of stand behind it. They didn't just make a movie that took place in the eighties, a la Captain Marvel, where they made a, um, to a degree, a modern movie that took place in the nineties. They made a straight up eighties movie. Um, once I, once I figured that out, everything made sense. Um, even the things that didn't make sense. The plot was super loose and flimsy, like most 80s movies. Pedro Pascal is this this over-the-top 
cheesy 80s villain, which he did a great job at being uh, the dude. I hope we get a whole, I hope we get many years of Pedro Pascal in, in different things. I, I hope he keeps his, his flair for it, his love for it. And um, as I have to say, uh, I hope he doesn't mess up because the internet is unforgiving and they are, have selective memory and selective forgiveness. The action scenes were, were straight out of eighties movies. Like they're, they're, they're a little whimsical and like defy a whole lot of, you know, what we know as movie physics nowadays. The, the overly super creepy, aggressive eighties men that were around like every corner. The, those dudes were staples in early to mid eighties movies. Like you, you couldn't have those movies without those guys for whatever reason. Um, the, the thing that everybody pointed out, uh, the glow up trope where you got the, the nerdy, awkward person who loses the glasses and fixes their hair just a little bit. And then they're, um, as they say, uh, they're, they go from a three to a 10 literally overnight. That was pretty much perfected in the eighties. So it was just like, of course this trope is in here because why not? You know, you can't have a movie like this without that. Has it been done to death? Of course it has. But they, like I said, I really believe they they went for trying to recreate a an authentic quote unquote um, '80s movie. Um, and once that clicked, once all of this clicked, I was fine with it. Um, but at the same time, I totally understand why people would consider it a dumpster fire if they don't realize that uh, this is what's going on. Uh, the third act in itself. On top of the rest of the movie, but the third act more specifically is damn near a love letter to the Christopher Reeves era Superman movies from that chaotic street scene where everyone is just freaking out and like (laughs) horribly placed to her running down the street with that that horrible effect. That's that's straight out of uh, the throwback Wonder Woman TV series, uh, which was an awesome nod on top of the obvious nod of, um, I believe, Linda Carter at the end. That's all straight up 80s cheesiness, just to a T like the perfect homage to that, you know, the the hijinks in the invisible jet where she she pulls a trick out of her butt to make the plane invisible. All of it like it's it it was a straight up 80s movie to the the day being saved by our over the top villain having a, a change of heart due to the power of love and, you know, miraculously reuniting with his son. 80s, 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 80s. So like like I said, once I once I realized that that it was pretty much in a throwback homage, I was fine with it. But like I said, I'm not going to be the guy that that capes for them and is like, well, you guys didn't understand it. So it's a great movie. No, um, it it was a it was a gamble that they took and I could see them. I could I can understand it. They took a gamble in the name of creativity and it crapped out. Like they they missed Um, not necessarily on the execution, because if you're going for a tribute to 80s movies, they nailed it. But they missed in the fact that no one else was in on it. The, the, The grand the general public was not in on what was happening. I had to come to this the conclusion of what was happening on my own and partially due to, I guess, uh, I guess your setup. Um, your promotion and everything like that. That's especially nowadays where people 
nuance is I, I personally feel like nuance is slightly going by the wayside. People want wham, bam, in your face directness nowadays with almost everything. I feel like they should have kind of let people know that this was the route they were going. And it's possible that there were, you know, interviews here and there where they they mentioned this. But I kind of feel like I, I'm willing to bet that there aren't many, if any at all. And they, the biggest, the biggest sort of, I guess you could say mistake or um, miscalculated risk was, although they did succeed at recreating a full-on authentic 80s movie, they forgot that historically people kind of hate 80s movies. Like they're not the ones that a lot of people are super fond of, especially that particular era. Um, you got your John Hughes stuff, but overall people there if anything they're usually the the subject of reboots and remakes because they're so flawed when people say they love the 80s they're usually talking about the music and the fashion they're rarely talking about the the movies themselves so uh kind of a mess on their part i get what they're going for but grand scheme they it 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 didn't i don't think it paid off the way they were hoping it was going to because truly and I'm not I mean I I think I'm also in the same boat it wasn't what I or anyone was expecting I think people were expecting uh kind of what we got with Captain Marvel where it was it was a a movie that's digestible for today that just so happens to be set in this period but they they took a a 2020 budget and made an 80s movie so again I Overall, I did I enjoy the movie? Yes, I think it was. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do with these different period pieces. Um, the obvious move is to go to like the '90s or something like that. But who knows? Like maybe they'll play around with it more. Like maybe they'll go backwards to like the '70s or something like that. Uh, as long as they stay out of like black exploitation era or stuff, or you know that kind of thing. But hopefully they learn from it. I think they they should try to find a balance. Because I, I see they're they're trying to do the theme thing, because the first Wonder Woman movie was clearly a war movie. Uh, this is an '80s movie. I think it was just too well executed on the '80s aspect of it. But hopefully, the next one, if there's going to be a next one, well, no, I heard that they're they're supposed to be. Uh, they already got the green light for that. Hopefully, it's a little more. Um, I hope it's better executed. And um, hopefully they use some of this time to flesh out this DC universe. The, you know, the, the Snyder release is going to be, well, excuse me, the Snyder cut is going to be released pretty soon. I personally don't care. I'm probably going to watch it, but I'm not one of these fanboys that feels like it's going to be, you know, a completely glorious answer to the original. I honestly thought the original was, was fine. You just needed to flesh out the DC universe more, but time will tell. So overall ending this review, while I did enjoy wonder woman 84, unfortunately I can, I can totally see why it was, it came off as a miss. So, um, yeah, this is your boy, triple D. Um, happy to be back with another late ass review. Um, we'll see where, where we go next with the next review. If you got any suggestions, uh, please feel free to hit me up. You know where to find me off the clock pod, O F F T H a clock pod, pretty much everywhere. And you could always 
email me at off the clock podcast o-f-f-t-h-a clock podcast at yahoo.com and i'll see you guys next time